You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With the 21st pick of the 2020 MLB draft, the St. Louis Cardinals select Jordan Walker. I mean, just upside talent, potential, uh, just a shining, bright personality when you meet it. With the 54th pick of the 2020 MLB draft, the St. Louis Cardinals select Mason Wynn. Baseball America says pound for pound could be the most purely talented player in the whole draft. Hello and welcome to the Cardinals Insider Podcast. My name is Brett McMillan. So glad to have you with us and so glad to have baseball on its way back to us as players report for Spring Training 2.0 later this week. That's exciting, and of course, so is the topic of today's podcast. This week, the Cardinals signed their first and second round draft picks from the 2020 draft. You're going to hear from both of them in just a couple of moments. First up is Jordan Walker, taken 21st overall. He's a high schooler out of Decatur, Georgia. Big frame, 6'5", 220, played mostly third base in high school. In 2019, a perfect game All-American after hitting 519 with 17 homers and 60 runs driven in. His final high school season shortened by COVID, but still did enough to be named the Georgia Gatorade Baseball Player of the Year for 2020. Earlier this week, Jordan signed his first pro contract. Then he met with the media over Zoom. The following is a portion of that call. It's been edited for length and for clarity. And there are those typical Zoom noises you're going to hear, so uh, bear with it. By this point, we're all very used to the, the different ambient noises on Zoom, but still good to be able to hear from Jordan Walker. Just a sharp young man. In fact, I would say that about both these guys you're going to hear from this morning, Jordan Walker and Mason Wynn in a little bit. We start with Walker. Here he is. Derek Gould from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch poses the first question. Can you take us through, your family was very candid about like you going back to school and working on your um, degree eventually. Can can you just describe like what the process was mulling now that you had the choice of going pro and knew what the offer was going to be and going back to school just over say the last seven days? Um, So yeah, it was... um... I just feel like with this, in the position that I am now, the decision was, you know, talking it over with my parents and everything. And I wanted to, and all in all, I wanted to go to the best place where I could develop my skill. And I feel like playing for the Cardinals, that's the best place. Um, while I could have done that at Duke, I guess. I feel like the Cardinals have more, you know, equipment for it, you know, more focus throughout the whole day. You have the whole day to focus on um, – your skill and everything. And so when everything was done, done, um, I was, that was a, it was a good decision, easy decision to go with the Cardinals because um, I want to become the best baseball player I can be. And I feel like they provide all the necessary objects to do that. So I felt like it was a pretty easy decision after, after the draft. Jordan, this is Mark Saxon from The Athletic. Congratulations, first of all. What, what, do, you, what do you think will be the biggest challenge of going from high school to professional baseball? I mean, what's your view on that? What, what do you think will be just a, a, a challenge, whether it's playing every day or just the type of fit, pitching you'll face? How do you view that challenge right now? I think it's both of those things. I'm in high school. I'm not going to be completely honest. Not every day we face somebody 
that was good. They, some of them, you know, in high school, it was like 68-mile-per-hour fastballs. It wasn't it was the best. Um, so getting this opportunity to play um, really good competition every day, is, it's going to be a challenge, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I always do like facing really good pitchers um, to make me better and everything. And then playing every day, um, it's probably going to take a different toll on my body. But, you know, as I said, I'm trying to get my body prepared for the season, put myself in the best in the best state, shape. And I feel like the best way to deal with all this is, you know, experience. So once I finally get into it, get going, I feel like I'll, I'll do pretty well, um, you know, maintaining energy and, and, and wise like that, um, things like that. And, you know, I look I look forward to, you know, doing and doing well. And I'm really going to try to do my best in the organization as well. So uh, I'm, I think I'm just really excited to start. Uh, that's my main, my main um, thing. Can you give us an idea of some of the tougher pitchers you have faced, whether it's in um, tournament ball, high school ball, or showcases of any kind? Of course. Um, so in one of the showcases, uh, PG All-American, I faced um, Jared Kelly, a hard-throwing right-hander. Um, but the reason why it was so tough was not his hard – it was not because he threw hard. It was because every other pitch came out the same – arm slot, everything was the same. You couldn't tell the difference in his windup or anything. Um, so with other pitchers who are also really good, sometimes they have little differences that tip off the hitter on, on whether they're going to throw an off-speed or a fastball. But with him, it was the same delivery. And sometimes I feel like I had to, you know, guess on the pitch. So he's a really good, tough pitcher that I had to face. Um, and I'm, I look forward to, you know, facing more of him. Hey Jordan, um, you mentioned you went to the museum. What was your favorite part about about touring that? Definitely the video. Um, the video of all you know the historic moments, uh, especially that David Freeze home run. I, I remember um, him hitting the home run. Um, I remember watching that on TV. So you know, just just seeing it in you know the museum, and then watching all the videos and seeing all the artifacts and things like that. That was that was pretty cool. Um, just to get to see it up close. Um, that was pretty special. That was really special. Hey, Jordan, this is Ben Fredrickson of the Post-Dispatch. Um, you're one of a, a large group of players now who are hoping to get to the major league soon, but are, the process of getting there looks a little more unknown than we've seen it in quite some time. Um, is there as much emphasis on the individual now and in, in trying to develop and stay sharp as we kind of wait to see what happens with the minor leagues and, and how things move forward with coronavirus is it is it more important for guys to now be kind of on top of themselves in terms of training and development and until we have a better idea of what's going to come here soon I, I think that I'm actually I think that's really good um, I do really think that this is a time that we really need to focus on training and everything um, and just because we don't know when we'll be able to come back um, it's important to stay trained and, and maintaining weight and, and gaining weight um, and maintaining strength, I'm sorry, misspoke. But I just feel like if you do that, then you will always be in the best position to start whenever you do start. Just, you know, preparing yourself the best you can for the unknown. Um, I feel like that's the, the best way to handle the situation right now. Um, so when we do start, you'll be ready and you won't be, ever, you won't be caught off guard. So I think that's a really good way to deal with the situation. Jordan, you going to do anything major to celebrate? You got any immediate plans for... Uh... <laughs> uh, I'm, I don't know how I am. I don't think... Uh, I haven't thought about um, how we're going to celebrate. We're definitely going to celebrate in some way. Um, when I get home, I'm be very excited. So yeah, we're definitely going to celebrate in some way. Actually, my dad got a new grill for Father's Day, so you know, grilling something up on the grill that won't be too bad, <laughs> no sir. <laughs> As I said, a sharp guy that the Cardinals have acquired in Jordan Walker. 
And speaking of sharp guys, I think the same about Mason Wynn, who was the Cards' second-round pick, 54th overall, a high school two-way player out of Kingwood, Texas. That's in the greater Houston area. He was committed to Arkansas, 5'11", 180. His junior season, he hit 417 while splitting time between shortstop and pitcher. On the mound, he went 13-0 with a .67 ERA in 76 and a third. Fastball touches high 90s. Also throws a 12-6 curveball, like Jordan Walker. Not much of a season to be spoken of uh, as far as his senior year in high school because of the novel coronavirus. This media availability, also a little abridged just for clarity and for time's sake. And the first question to Mason Wynn comes from Brian Walton of thecardinalnation.com. What conversations have you had with Randy and the Cardinals about your two-way status and uh, your introduction to pro ball? Um, you know, I really haven't had too much, too much conversation about that. I feel like I'm just gonna, I'm gonna roll out and then, you know, go both ways as, as it starts off. And then, you know, if one of them doesn't work out, turn just in one way or the other, but I think they're going to give me a chance both ways. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. Mason Rob Rainser, stlsportspage.com. Was that important to you, you know, in your discussions that you had an opportunity to do that? Cause I know you're planning to do that at, at Arkansas. They were committed to let you try that. Was that something that you really wanted to negotiate with the team that, that drafted you? That, that definitely is. I mean, it's, it wasn't the biggest thing in the world to me, but you know, when it was, when it was put on the table, that was, that's the dream come true. I really, I wanted the chance to do both, you know, uh, for me, if one of them doesn't work out, then, you know, I'll gladly go to one or the other, but uh, now to be able to do both is that's really what I wanted to do. And, and they gave me the opportunity. So it was just kind of the cherry on top. Hey Mason, it's Mark Saxon with the athletic. Congratulations. Did, when, with regard to other teams, it sounds like the Cardinals are committed to letting you, you know, do both. Would you say you got more interest as a pitcher or more interest as a position player? Was there any way to gauge that via conversation? Um, I would say I got a little bit more interest as a, as a position player. Um, I mean, it was really kind of split down the middle. It was really position and two-way and some wanted me to pitch. But uh, I would say it was more overwhelmingly towards the, uh, the position side of it. And Mason, uh, this is Derek Gould with the Post-Dispatch. How did that conversation change, too, after the perfect game 98 that you threw? Did you did, – did that in, in, uh, invite a lot more talk about you as a pitcher? I would say, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, before then, I was, it was really mainly as a, as a shortstop and not really many – or not too many people actually saw me pitch. And then after that, you know, my name kind of got out there. But uh, – so I would say, yeah, that, that did help me a little bit on, on that side of it. And um, – you know, I mean, it just kind of it kind of helped out. I mean, if you see that, it's gonna it's gonna do something, get some get some eyebrows raised. Do you, do you think that was a whole important event for you there in Jupiter? Just just the whole way that played out for you. I think it was for sure. I mean, it was kind of a, a redemption there. Um, you know, I just I played I played pretty well there, and, and a lot of guys were there to see me. So, uh, you know, it definitely worked out in my favor that tournament. Hey Mason, this is Annie Rogers with MLB.com. Is there between pitching and, and you know position players there one maybe you like or prefer more or do you see them both as kind of equal for you? Um, I see them both pretty much equal. I mean, you know, I love doing them both. It's really never been one or the other. I've been doing both since I was eight years old. So uh, it's not really you know which one I want to do more. It's really which one I want to give up less if that does happen later on. But you know, right now they're both really equal, and I'm I'm excited to I'm excited to do both. Has, has it kind of been fun to see somebody like Otani who's able to do both at the big league level? That doesn't happen very often that you have, you know, a guy who can pitch and also play a position or even DH. 
No, it is exciting because, I mean, you know, he's he's more of an outfielder DH, like you said, more of a power hitter guy. But um, no, to see that there's there's another player and, and multiple players that are doing that now, and it's it's kind of tra- sort of transitioning towards that. And, you know, it's not I'm not the only one. So, you know, I am given a chance at that. So I am grateful for guys like that in the league. Has your play at shortstop changed any, given that you're a pitcher? I mean, are you more aware? Do you look at things differently maybe than a, an average infielder might when you're playing defense in the field? Not really. I would say I'm really a different person on the mound and at shortstop. I think at short, I'm a real high energy, kind of high motor guy moving around, talking a lot. Um, I would say on the mound, I'm really, you know, kind of quiet, real focused. I'm just trying to get a job done. So uh, I don't think it's affected me too much out there. Hey, Mason, you, you were talking about perfect game, and Jordan talked about that yesterday. Um, do you know any of the other Cardinals draft picks, either through the showcase circuit or else, elsewhere? Uh, I know Tink Hintz, he was, uh, he's also committed to, to Arkansas, or was committed to Arkansas, I guess. But um, no, he's, he's, one of my, he's one of my close friends. He's a great dude. Um, he got taken 63rd, I think. And no, we're, we're really close. We've talked a lot since, since then, and we're both really excited. <laughs> Um, I know Trey Fletcher, that, that guy drafted last year, we've been talking a lot as well. So, no, it's a lot of good guys in the farm system, and I'm, I'm really, really excited to get, get, get into play with them. Have you uh, faced Tink Hens either, either way, pitcher, hitter? No, I have okay. not. I've, uh, I've played with him. I've played defense behind him, but uh, I've never faced him. I'm looking forward to it if we, if we play an inner squad or something. No. Jason, uh, what has your visit been like uh, so far? To St. Louis? It's been great. I mean, this is my first time being in St. Louis. Uh, we're staying real close to Bush Stadium, and I look out my hotel window and I look at the stadium. So it's it's been beautiful. Um, been you know I've been treated with a lot of hospitality. Uh, I got to see you know the museum and stay in a really nice place and a little tour. I'm, I'm getting ready to go on a tour, and I'm, I'm excited for that as well. But no, nah, it's been it's been great since I since I stepped foot off the plane. Mason, can you describe how you? balance preparing for both sides of the ball the the both being a pitcher and a hitter and how that might look as a as a pro as you kind of adapt to that like how do you how do you balance your schedule when when you're being both a pitcher and a fielder you know to be completely honest with you um I really don't know how it's going to go I mean I've, I've been doing it like I said my entire life but you know that's that's high school ball that's you know playing select ball it's definitely different from pro, pro ball but um, I'm just going to have to go and I'm going to see what kind of plan they have for me and I'm going to do with it what I'm told to do and, and then, you know, just go from there. But uh, I think I think that's going to be something we're just all going to have to work through together to see how that's going to go. The Cardinals also signed Tink Hentz this week, 63rd overall pick in the 2020 draft. Tink, a high school pitcher out of the state of Arkansas. And as Mason mentioned a moment ago, Hentz was also committed to be a Razorback if he had gone the college route. Well, that's all for today's program. Spring Training 2.0 coming right around the bend. We will keep the content coming to you. And eventually here, we'll probably fall into a little bit more of a normal rhythm as the season gets closer. We're figuring some things out on the video side that'll kind of dictate what happens with audio. So just know we're not going anywhere and we'll, uh, we'll continue to be with you and we'll find a little bit more of a natural, regular rhythm once we get into spring training and then ultimately the 2020 baseball season. In the meantime, you can listen or subscribe right here, wherever you're listening right now. We really value talking with you. 
about whatever it is. Today was great stuff if you're into prospects in the minor leagues. Sometimes we're talking about the regular roster for the big league club. Sometimes we're taking a deep dive on history. I mean, there's all manner of things that we cover here on the program. We're always so thrilled to have you with us. And if you like that kind of content, maybe you should head on over to our YouTube page as well, youtube.com slash cardinals. Lots of great stuff that covers the past, present, and future of the St. Louis Cardinals. For Jordan Walker and Mason Wynn and everybody else that's been involved with the show today, my name is Brett McMillan. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon on the Cardinals Insider Podcast.